There we go. We're on. Isaac Cooper, how you doing, mate? I'm doing very good, man. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. Where are you coming from right now? Yeah, so right now I'm in Bundaberg. Um, I grew up here. I grew up on a little farm just outside of Bundaberg. We used to go riding motorbikes, go jumping in the dam, so it's good to come home. So Bundaberg. Bundaberg's in Queensland. I've got a lot of American uh, you know, followers, so like Australia's a big country, and Queensland's kind of up around where um, New York would be. Where, where's Bundaberg in relation to Queensland? Yeah, so Queensland's like, you know, the big section on the right. Sunny Coast is down lower um, on the coast. Yeah. And then once you start to head up towards Rocky, it's in between Rocky and Brisbane. Yeah, okay. Nice. Beautiful spot. Mm. Are your pa parents on a farm there? Uh, yeah, so we moved here when I was probably five. Um, and it, it was just sort of really good. Uh, to have a different upbringing, um, I think it sort of it's very different to what most people go through. So I think it's been really good to sort of toughen you up, get the farm hands going, the big farm forearms working out too. <laughs> I love it, I love it, mate. Now listen, there's a lot of talk about you. Um, a lot of people uh, have have an opinion on you. I, th I think I guess because uh, number one. Um, you know, the word on the street is you're an exceptional talent. You've got a lot of talent. When when did you start to first recognize that you had talent in swimming? Look, I, I've been swimming my entire life. I think from when I was about three months old, my parents would just, you know, chuck me in the pool. And I don't know if they wanted me to drown or anything, but I just managed to get to the top and just sort of start floating around. Mm -hmm. um, and when they realized that um, I could sort of swim pretty well, they started doing learn to swim lessons very young, like at six months old. I started doing squad training when I was five, um, and that's when I first started going to competitions as well. Um, and when I went to my first school nationals, I got like five gold medals and four school Australian records. And so I wow. think fr from a young age, I've always just sort of been destined to be in the water. It's just been slowly developing that over the years. Yeah. Now, how old are you now, mate? I'm 18, turned 19 in two weeks. Wow, still 18. Jeez, what a... <laughs> What a run you've had. So, um, yeah. well, I guess the, the big the big news is uh, out of the, the world short course, mate, you had a phenomenal meet and, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a lot of successes, a little bit of controversy and kind of one of your swims, we'll go over that in a sec. But overall, how would you feel about your uh, world championships? I thought that it was great, really. I was, um, I think that it's probably the best, most successful competition I've ever had. Uh, and I also think that I was able to learn a lot from it. Like with my technique, I felt like I got better and better throughout the week. Uh, and I also feel like I've learned a new approach to racing, which should hopefully bring out the best of me in the future. So I think all in all, it was an incredible competition. Yeah. Talk us through your results uh, overall. Um, what'd you come away with? Yeah. So on day one, I had the 100 backstroke heats and mm -hmm. semis. was able to drop like, what, a second and a half through the semis. Uh, then the next day I had the um, 100 backstroke final and was able to get bronze there um, mm -hmm. off of 49.5. So that was like almost two seconds dropped from my previous PB. Wow. Uh, then had the 4x50 freestyle relay, which was great. I led that off and we were able to get gold. And that's actually my personal favorite race of the, of the week. Um, then had the 50 backstroke, um, had heat semis, Managed to break the Commonwealth and Junior World Record in the semi-final, which I'm mm. very grateful that I was able to do it then because otherwise I wouldn't be the record holder for that. 
Mm. Um, then obviously had the big, um, the big, the big night with the four by fifty with the with the backstroke uh, final. Yeah. Um, and that was sort of, it was I got silver in that. Um, wasn't quite able to go faster than my previous times in the second swim, uh, but I was able to then back up again the next day. I had the four by four by fifty medley relay. Was able to go another twenty two, um, and we were able to get bronze with that. I was standing on the podium with my best mates, <clears throat> and then the four by one hundred uh, medley relay on the last day. The boys really stepped it up, broke a world record, tied with the Americans, um, and I thought that was a fantastic race. Yeah, that was epic, mate. Love to go through that with you on, uh, as well. That was that was um, incredible. What's it like uh, racing the Americans? Have you have you really had a chance previously to this to kind of step up against an American team? Oh well, I mean, at, <clears throat> I was in Tokyo, but I was seventeen, didn't know anyone. I just sort of minded my own business, raced. Um, I spoke briefly to a couple of athletes um, at Worlds, but I think that this competition, I probably spoke to the most athletes from other countries, um, and I have, I've really enjoyed getting to know quite a few of the Americans. Um, but I mean, obviously, Ryan stands out by far. I. I I don't really know what to say, but I just think that his sportsmanship um, is incredible. And for him reaching out to me and speaking to me at post-race, it just meant so much to me. Um, and I think that speaks more for his character than anything could. Um, and so I have massive respect for that man. Um, mm. And it was a pleasure to get to know him, that mate. Yeah, listen, Ryan Murphy, I can tell you from uh, first-hand experience, he's he's one of the best guys out there. You know, he's just yeah. um, he, he's a good person. He's a fair competitor. He loves he loves to compete. He loves to race. Um, but but if he's beat if he's beat fair and square, he'll he'll um, shake your hand. If he uh, if he wins, he, he's not going to rub it in your face, kind of thing. You know, he's just uh, yeah. he's one of these guys that is a true competitor, good person. Um, comes from a great family too. So, yeah, I can't say enough great things about him. But um, mm -hmm. in, in terms of the 50 back, I didn't get up that morning. Uh, I woke up to the news that there was all this controversy and, and all this stuff that happened around that event. So kind of just talk me through exactly what happened that night. Yeah, so, well, the night before I'd broken the junior world record and the Commonwealth record um, in the semifinal, and I, had, I told my coach before that race, I said, I'm going to try and go under this time. I, I just want to sort of set up my final. And I knew that even after that um, semi-final that I had a little bit left in me. And so I, I prepared myself to do one more final. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to go out there, swim as fast as I could, execute um, my skills to the best of my ability. Um, and, and I was able to do that for the first race. Um, and, you know, the time came up with 2249. Mm -hmm. Um and I heard, I pulled up, taking my to go, and as they left off, I did actually hear the buzzer go. Mm. But I've never heard that sound before. I had no idea what it was. Mm. Um, and I sort of thought, like, within the split second, I thought, you know, I'm at World Championships. This is my main event. I don't know if everyone else is going to stop. I don't want to risk stopping. Mm. If there is an issue, they'll drop the rope at the 15-meter mark. Um, and I... Did it? I did the break. I did the underwater to the breakout. Didn't hit the rope, and so I thought, oh, we're all good. We, I can finish the race." And then I touched the wall and saw that some people hadn't swam. I was like, "Well, why? Why aren't people, like, you know, cheering?" Um, <laughs> and then I found out that 
it was a re-swim and I was so upset. I was so upset. What um what did they say and, and how long did they give you and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, so I got out and I they said we have to re-swim. I said, Are you serious? Like <laughs> Cause I get out after a race and start throwing up. I can't, mm. I can't you know, go and do another one. I'm I'm not, I'm not really built like that just yet. Mm. I still certainly need to work on my aerobic fitness. Um so then you know, the head coach and the team manager went to speak to Fiona and all the coaches got together and it was decided that it was going to be a re-swim in an hour's time. Um, and oh. I just was silent. I, did, I was honestly so upset. I wasn't angry or anything. I was just, I was so upset. Um, and as I was swimming down, I, I just felt like crying and felt devastated. And I was just trying to like hold, hold it together so that I could do this one, one more race. Um, and then sort of in the marshalling room, I was getting, I was getting really fired up. I was getting really angry. I was like, you know, I was, I was just trying to, I thought I keep on getting knocked down with everything that's happened this year. I have a chance to prove myself and, and, and something else has happened. Um, and so I got really fired up and I think that I got so fired up that it, it kind of had a negative effect. Like I, I got too angry, um, mm. to the point where I wasn't able to focus on my swimming. Um, and so. I mean, realistically, going another what, 22-7 is awesome for me. I, I've never been under 23 up to this competition, and I went six of them, one of them an hour apart. That, like, that I was just, I was stoked that I was able to do that. Um, and at the end of the day, Ryan won the gold medal event, and I still have massive props to him. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I, I guess that just comes down to experience, ultimately. Ryan, Ryan's been through the trenches with things like that, and... Um, you know, and, and he's also got experience at the NCAA level of kind of backing up an hour apart between races and staying yeah. competitive and doing his thing. So in terms of um, stepping up next to someone, he's probably the worst guy to step up next to in terms of experience because <laughs> he's just been there and done it, you know. So, But, um, yeah, like you said, man, you uh, you got your hand on the wall for second, which is still a massive accomplishment, right? Mm, I um, – for me – I wasn't, it's really difficult. I haven't actually really thought about it because I'm trying not to think about it. Um, why? Yeah. Why? Because I'm worried about what's going what's gonna to happen in my head um, if I think about it too much. Um, I just, like I touched the wall, saw the time, and I was just, I was upset that I couldn't back up. Um, and it's funny that you said that Ryan's probably the, the hardest person to race against in that sort of situation because I would probably be one of the easiest because I, <laughs> I don't do skins events. I, I don't, I just, I'm pure sprint. I can only do one. Um, and so I was, I was pretty upset about the way that it had played out. Um, and I, I got out of the pool and I was just, I didn't talk to anyone and I just, I just hopped in the warm down pool and just started crying. Like I wasn't angry. I wasn't resentful. I just was, I was just upset. Mm. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, first first big event like that where you get a chance to win it and it, and it feels like it gets stripped away from you. So mm -hmm. I understand that. But I guess, look, in, in all the grand scheme events, if you, if you can put all the big ones up, you know, you'd much rather do it at the World Course than you would at a, at a World Long Course title, maybe even a Commonwealth Games or, a you know, a Olympic Games. You know, you wouldn't want that to be stripped away from you. But... Uh, but again, you know, you ended up 
getting the silver medal. So it's like, it's not like it was a complete failure, you know? Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, yeah. I think it, it was just, it was just really, I've never been in that sort of situation before. Um, and I'd also come from, you know, being sent home from the Com Games. Um, and I was, I was trying to redeem myself, I guess. And I mm. had prepared myself to think that the way that I could redeem myself was to stand on top of that podium. And so for me, it wasn't just um, losing, or not losing, like coming second in the race, but it was, it was all the things that led up to this moment where I could stand on top and say that I had come from the absolute low to the absolute high. Yeah. Um, but I also have said that I'm almost grateful. I think I am grateful that I didn't win that second race because leading into the competition, as I just said, like I was, I was, I was angry and I was aggressive and I was, I was vengeful. Um, and I feel like I was swimming for the wrong reasons. Like I was swimming because I, I felt like I needed to prove myself. Um, and I, you know, it just, that was, that wasn't healthy. Whereas I felt after that race, I was, I was, I was so upset. I went home, didn't talk to anyone. The coaches were coming up, people were coming up to me and I wasn't speaking to anyone. I sat, hey, you did it by myself, went to bed and I was with Kyle and I was just in, in a horrible state. I, I said, I didn't want to swim the rest of the races. Um, and I think that was just like my emotions playing out throughout the night. Didn't sleep that well. And the next morning I woke up and I thought, I've got two more events, four more races potentially. Um, I need to pull myself out of this. And I, I still hadn't spoken to anyone. I walked into the pool. I walked into the team room and there was just a speaker just sitting in the corner. And I just thought, I'm just going to connect. And I just went up, connected my music. And it, I just somehow managed to push push it all away. Like I pushed away all of this, I didn't, it wasn't anger, but I just pushed away all this negative energy that I had leading up to this point. And last night was a little bit of the tipping point. And I, I thought I'm just going to swim for my country, for my family, for everyone who's been supporting me. And I ended up swimming my fastest race on the last night, which I thought was incredible. I didn't think that I could do that, but I just, I think that I, from that race, I gained a new perspective on how to race and how to compete. And that was able to bring the best out of me for the rest of the comp. Yeah. Good. That's good to hear, mate. That's really good to hear. And as, as you're talking, um, you know, I'm connecting with you in a way. Cause like, you know, I don't, I don't really do research on people, but I hear things about people. And what I, what I hear about you is you're a, like this exceptional talent, kind of like, you know, a very rare talent, like talent like yours doesn't come along very often. I've been in this game long enough, man. I've seen people come and go. And I got to tell you, I worry about you a little bit. You know, I worry about you in the sense that you are very, very gifted. And I don't think you even realize how gifted you are. Um, like you're, you're in the top 1% of the top 1%. Like th th there's guys that come along. Like at 18, you're racing Ryan Murphy for a gold medal at a world championship. Like that's extremely rare, man. Like you, you've got to be some sort of really exceptional talent. And, um, and yet I've heard about you that, you know, you're, you can be temperamental, you can be hard. And, and even what you just said there, like I, I shut myself off from everybody. I didn't want to talk to her. I didn't talk to my coaches. I didn't talk to my teammates. Like 
that can be very kind of confrontational to people as well. It's like, oh, he's not talking. He's not, you know, so, but I think, I think what people are going to, the thing that's going to happen with you is people are going to misunderstand you. That's what's going to happen. And that's what I worry about. I worry about that, right? They're going to misunderstand you. And then it's going to cause this conflict of like this real rare talent and then this misunderstanding. And then it could go either way. It could, it could blossom into something. It could progress into something beautiful where you dominate the world for like five, six years where no one can touch you or you could disappear from the sport. And that's what worries me the most. Like you could go Dude, that way or you could go that way. You've hit so many things bang on the nail just then. <laughs> like um, I was like when if, I'll say, for example, when you said misunderstood, mm. um, I, I spoke to Kyle and I roomed with Kyle and we sort of got to know each other pretty well. And he goes, you're probably one of the most misunderstood people I've ever met because mm. I could, you are right. I, I think that I am pretty temperamental, but um, and you know, I didn't talk to anyone because I was so upset. And you said people can take that as confrontational. Mm. I don't really care. I am confrontational. I don't. I'm. I'm not afraid to confront people. And so if I'm upset, I don't. I, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to try and change how I feel for other people. Mm. Um, but it's also so interesting that you say you're either going to flourish and do well, or you're going to disappear from the sport. Um, because when I was told that I was getting sent home from Com Games, I said, I said, what? Are you serious? Mm. Um, and, and they were like, yeah, I said, I said, I swear to God, if you send me home, then you will never see me on another Australian team and yeah. I will leave and I will never come back. I said, I was so angry. I was so upset. Yeah. Um, I had a lot more strong words to say. Um, but I think that it was that Com Games was such a difficult time and had to come home and then watch my, my teammates. I did really have to make that decision. Am I going to quit or am I going to keep swimming? Um, and I, I feel like I, I've been able to bring myself on the point of I'm never doing this again to I'm just going to try and make this grow. And so I think I am doing the best that I can do to make this a flourishing story and not just leave entirely. Well, that makes me happy. I'm glad to hear that, man, because um, I think I, I, I hate seeing talent like yours disappear because it's so rare. Like there's there's good people that come along and there's good swimmers, but talent like yours is rare. And and at 18, you can't even you can't even you can't even comprehend how good you are. You know, but a guy like me who's 47, who's seen everybody come and go, I can kind of put it in a category of like this is super special. And, and I hate it when talent like yours just disappears because people misunderstand you. And maybe even you misunderstand yourself in a way that you can't express yourself to them and they can't understand you. And then you never kind of meet in the middle, right? And then it just becomes this like, all right, we're sending you home and you're like, fuck you. And it's like, and then it's like this breakup, you know, and then, and then you disappear. And that would be tragic to me. You know, I think, I think, I felt. yeah. yeah. I, I think I it's scary like this 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 situation right now where it, it can be it can be like if you're if you're nurtured in the right way with the right people around you, it could be extraordinary. But if you're pushed and you're pushed off into a corner, you know, they'll destroy you, you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I think that was one thing that I certainly struggled with coming home. I mean, Swimming Australia gave me a couple of sites. But I mean, other than that, I I had to leave my squad. I had to leave my town. I 
was just traveling around. I didn't, I wasn't being coached by anyone. I was trying to train myself because I still had world short course trials mm. with, with nothing. I had to do it all myself. Um, and so I certainly felt pushed in a corner. I was walking into competitions with a towel wrapped over my head because I didn't want to be seen. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to, talk, I didn't want to see all these people. Mm. Um, but I think that since then I've moving with Ash Delaney, I'm moving to Sunshine Coast. I think Ash is an incredible coach and he used to be a fantastic athlete as well. Yeah. And so I really look forward to him. And I think that he can bring the best out of me just as well as Sunshine Coast can and my squad mates. That's awesome to hear, mate. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I'm really, I'm really glad to hear because I was actually going to ask you who's coaching you. So I'm glad Ash is coaching you. He knows what he's doing. So, um, yeah. you know, I, I do think there has to be a compromise on both sides. In a way, there has to be growth on both sides. Like the the powers that be on that side need to understand that we've got a rare talent on our hands, and we have to make some compromises in a way to understand you. But then you as a, as a person and as an athlete, you have to also grow and make some compromise. And I'm not saying change everything and give in to everything, but there has to be this kind of level of understanding of like, look, let me be me. I, I still got to be me. I got to be free. I got to be able to express myself. I got to be able to do whatever I need to do to be the best that I can be within the confines of what you guys are structurally trying to build here as well. So it's like, there's, there's, they've got to allow you to fit in into the system, but but in a way that you can flourish. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, and coming back onto the team, I, you know, I spoke to Ash and he said, because when I'm at the pool deck, you know, I'm bouncing around, I'm, I'm cracking jokes, I'm having, having a go at people, I'm, I'm racing people. I just, I'm just all over the shop. Whereas, yeah. and, and, and that's good. Like, that's me. Like, that's who I am. That's where I flourish. Um, but he goes, you, the reality is you have done this before on the Australian team and you got sent home. And so you need to, you need to focus and you need to realize that when you're away on the Australian team, you're away from work. You're not there to, you're not there with your mates like you are with that training. You're right. there with, with teammates and you need to act professionally. Um, and I think as the week got along, I, I was start, I got on the team and I was so uncomfortable. I, I, felt so uncomfortable and then I got better and better as it goes and I think that it's definitely something that we can work on uh, to be able to bring out individual personalities um, and I think that will make the team flourish even more than it has obviously we've been performing fantastically um, but I think that there's small things that we can do in the culture to make it better than it already is yeah absolutely man well, that's good I'm glad you're I'm glad you're thinking that way and I'm glad you're looking at those little compromises already and and, and Ash has given you that guidance of like being a professional because look, you are, man, you, you know, ultimately you're, you're on a team that's being funded with a lot of money, with a lot of expectation and, and they do have, um, you know, a professional outlook on what they're doing. So there has to be that level of professionalism within the confines of like being yourself too. Like you said, you know, you're an 18 year old guy who, you know, wants to enjoy the whole process too. So, um, what do you want for yourself? Like, you know, you've got a taste of this now. You've been to the Olympics. You've been to, you know, world champs and got medals now. Like, you're young still. Like, what are your dreams and aspirations out of this? Yeah. Um, you know you know what? Like, long-term speaking, um, yeah. I, want, I want to be the greatest. I want, I want, that's what I want. I want, to, I want to be able to walk down the streets and people know who I am. 
Um, and I think, I think it's going to, it's going to be a really long journey. Um, I, like I, I think about that, I've got, wow, I've got six months until Worlds. And I think, well, if I want to be going to 2032 when I'm 28, that's, that's 10 years away. Um, and so if I want to be able to achieve that, I, I understand that that's a really long and a really hard journey. And somebody asked me yesterday, um, what do you have to say to all the young kids who are, who want to be successful? And I'm like, the reality is you need to, you really, you need to commit to it. You can't say that I want to be a professional athlete and then go out and be getting shit faced on the weekends and, and completely undoing all the work that you've just done. Mm. Um, and so I think if I'm able to hold the balance, um, and, and be able to, be a professional athlete while also still living a, a semi-normal life, then I'll be able to achieve my goals. It's just, it's just um, being able to do that. It's much easier said than done. Yeah, for sure. Where, um, what are your strengths? What are you, what are you good at? Where, where do, where do you not need help? Like, where, what have you got under control? In, in the pool, um, I would say I'm not the greatest at anything in the water. Um, I'd say my start needs work. I'd say my underwater needs work, breakout. So I think everything needs improvement. Um, and that's a long journey in and of its own. I've certainly, my techniques, if you look at me swimming two years ago to now, it's completely different. It doesn't look anything alike. And I think even if you looked before Worlds to the end of Worlds, I would have been swimming differently just because I, I learned so much about myself there. But I think the one area that I stand out the most is I'm, I'm so competitive. <laughs> it's really bad. I was playing table tennis with my brother and I just keep on beating him. I was like, let's play chess. I want to beat you at chess. <laughs> um, and while it's, it, I think I've, I think I've lost a couple of friends because I can be so competitive, but I think the reality is the sport that I've chosen, the career that I've chosen, you need to be competitive and I can switch it on whenever you want me to. If you said right now, I want you to go a 50 max, I'll, I'll do it. And I will probably do pretty well. We individualize training in the pool. So why not individualize your nutrition? Erica Biney of Biney Wellness Building will help you and your swimmers get exactly what each athlete needs through genetic testing and personalized nutrition plans. So stop guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body. Athletes within a few weeks have noticed they're recovering faster because they're fueling their body with what they need and staying away from what their body hates. Erica understands swimming. She gets it. She's worked with over 20 Olympians, including the fastest man in the world, Caleb Dressel. Group discounts are available. So go to Biney Wellness Building and get in touch with Erica today. That's Biney, B-E-I-N-E, wellnessbuilding.net. Wow. What about your um, what about your weaknesses in, in terms of uh, just anything? Where 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 do you feel like you need those constraints? Where do you where do you need a guy like Ash to kind of hold you in and keep you on the track? Yeah, I think sometimes I think that's really good. I think I always think about um, the strengths. I should be thinking more about the weaknesses. Um, I think in the water, I think I, I have a lot of room to improve with my technique. Um, I think swimming is massively a technique sport and certainly aerobic fitness. We saw I wasn't able to back up as well as I thought. Um, but I think at the out of the pool, I can just, 
I just don't always think before I say or do some things um, mm. and that can piss other people off. Um, and so I think that's really good because Ash sort of understands that while, you know, this is Isaac. Isaac can just be a dickhead sometimes. Mm. Uh, and I probably have been since I was a child. I, I need mm. to learn how to control that um, and, you know, not change who I am, but not hurt other people in the way. One of the things I've heard about you, and uh, I don't mean to say this as a negative, I just mean to tell you as as what I've heard, and um, it's kind of that you have some trouble with authority. Like, ha has that been kind of like, <laughs> have you struggled with that all your life? Like, people telling you what to do? I think it's gotten worse as I've gotten older. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my, uh, my parents would tell me, if there was a big red button that said, do not push, like saying do not push makes me want to push it more. Um, um, it's, I don't know. I don't think I have a problem with authority. I just don't like being told that I can't do something. Right. Um, I think it's good because I can sometimes I can use it saying you're not gonna you're not gonna do well at this competition. I'm gonna be like, well, I'm gonna show you. Mm. But it's also bad when someone's like, you won't scale that beer. <laughs> yeah, <I> will. <laughs> um, so it's I think. While I think that fits into the competitive aspect, while it is a strength, it's also a weakness. Yeah, yeah. What about when you did get sent home from Com Games? Was it was mm -hmm. it difficult for you to either read the things that people were saying about you or not read the things? Like, how, how did what did, how did you approach that? I switched off all social medias. Um, so I, Swimming Australia released a statement that. I didn't think was worded right. Um, and, and I thought that it left way too much open for interpretation. Like I, I actually had no problem reading articles, but I saw some people saying like, Isaac's failed a drug test. You know, Isaac's, mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's taking this, taking that. I'm like, I mean, test me. I, I got tested three times last week. I got mm -hmm. tested at nine o'clock at night at my home the other night. Like I'm, I'm not, I haven't found any drug test. Um, and so that's when I came out with my own media statement, sort of elaborating a bit more on what I felt Swimming Australia didn't touch as much as they should have, touch on as much as they should have. And then I just went off socials. Um, I didn't stay in one place for more than three days just because I didn't want to sort of, you know, my, well, I was going to come home here, but my parents had gone to Commonwealth Games, had gone to Birmingham to see me. And wow. so I, I couldn't even come home to family because they had left. Um, wow. but once it was all over, I mean, I got a lot of support. Like I had a, just as much as I have success and people message me saying, congratulations, I had more people there saying, we hope that you're doing all right. Um, yeah. and that, that sort of, that meant a lot to me because I know that there are people there for my highs and my lows, not just there for my highs. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Who are you? Uh, who are you closer to, or are, are you just as close with the, each one of your your mother and father? Like, who who gives you the advice that you listen to the most? Oh, <laughs> I don't really. I don't know. Both my parents are still together, and um, and I think they both they both bring the best out in each other, um, and so I think I think they're both able to give a a really well rounded. Um, well-rounded pieces of advice um my dad's was a very successful businessman who's recently retired and so he's able to give me that sort of um professional outlook 
mm. um, and how to go around the processes of it. And my mum also used to be quite successful as a as a businesswoman, but um, retired early to take care of us, uh, me and my younger brother. Um, and, and so since then, she's been able to sort of help me with the more uh, emotional side and how to process that and how to process relations as well. So I yeah. think they both have done, I'm not saying they've done an incredible job with me, but they've done an incredible job with helping me because I don't think I could get through what I've had to go through this year without them. Yeah. Man, you're young. Um, I'd imagine there'd be some um, American programs beating down your door to try and get you to come to America. Have you had any outreach from people like that yet to say come through in America? Yeah, I have. Um, I actually certainly have. I've had a lot of people reach out to me saying come to America. Uh, and my good coach who taught me how to swim as well also went to a college in America, Scott mm. Hamlet. Um, and he recommended that to me at one point. My only concern with that is... I haven't really heard, and I just don't really follow swimming to be honest, much, to be honest, but I haven't really heard of many athletes who've gone overseas to college and then come back and been super successful for Australia. Um, and But I also think at the moment, <laughs> I think at the moment, I'm really happy with where I am with Ash. I think that I have a lot more to improve upon with him. Um, and I also really like the Sunny Coast environment. If 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 someone knocked on my door and said, "Hey, here's a couple million dollars a year," I'd I'd go for sure. That's enough. <laughs> but yeah, um, for me, a couple of million, I'd be going to. I don't think I don't think that the colleges are allowed to do that. Uh, maybe for a football player, but not not a swimmer. But no. yeah, well, maybe I'll start playing footy as a side hustle. But I think <laughs> unless there was a situation like that where it was a lot of money that could set up my future financially, I probably wouldn't make that call for a long time. Yeah. What about school? How did you like school, or you weren't too interested? No, in I hated. I hated school. I was. I had a very uh, interesting schooling career. Um, <laughs> I'll go into that super quickly. So I was. My mom retired and homeschooled me and my brother mm. um, until I was until I was twelve, and then I had sort of advanced a couple of levels. So I was twelve and doing like grade nine work. Um, and they ended up putting me into school. Um, so I was 12 and they put me into grade nine. Um, and I finished grade nine in six months. I then went into grade 10 when I was 12, finished grade 10 in six months. Jeez. And then I, I moved schools and I started doing grade 11 and 12 over three years. So when I was 14, I had finished two grade 12 subjects. Oh. Um, and I then got offered a scholarship to a different school. Um, but they wouldn't take me at that excelled rate. So I think at this point I was three grades ahead. Um, and so I then went back a couple of grades um, and I had to repeat grade 11. And when I had to repeat grade 11, I just gave up on school. I was like, I don't care. Um, and so I wasn't really that, um, I didn't have the best results finishing school uh, just because I, I didn't want to do it again. <laughs> but um, it hasn't really been an issue for me yet. See, I think, I think that's going to be the key with you. You know, in order to keep you on track, someone's going to have to be really in tune with your capabilities, you know? Like, saying, saying to a kid like you, hey, go back and repeat that, that's an, that's an automatic switch off. Like, I'm done. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm too smart for that. I'm beyond that. Like, I've passed that, you know? And I think that's going to be the way in swimming, too. It's going to be like, if you're in a program that is numbing you, you're going to, you're going to cause havoc. You know, it's like, you got to... 
you got to be in a place that's super stimulating for you and 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 somebody that is just um really in tune with you to kind of did did they let ash go on the uh on the team here for world short course they um he was allowed to go onto the staging camp but he said that he wasn't going to go onto it because i didn't make the decision to join him uh at the qualifying meet so wow. he is my coach and it was at isaac if it if it came up with a result it would say isaac cooper ash lady but he didn't come along with me but he better be there next time i was going to throw hands yeah <laughs> no I, he needs to be there with you like if they want results yeah if they want results out of you he's got to be there with you man i think if if they part if they partner you up with someone like that and just keep you you know keep their thumb on you like that i mean i think the sky's the limit i think you can do some dangerous stuff but if you're not if you don't have eyes on you like that i think it could just um it could it could be yeah it could get ugly you know what i mean yeah i i actually agree with you to be honest yeah yeah well that's good man well listen what's coming up then you uh you're up you're up in uh Bundaberg for Chrissy and then um what's happening next year what are you doing yeah so we still got um well, I still have to train over Christmas um but I'm just gonna try and surf and I'm gonna say that's my training um I'll still go to gym uh, as much as I can with my little brother um but we have what, worlds in six months I'll be doing a lot of you know small interstate meets leading up to that just to sort of get some more long course rate race training in um mm. and then hopefully worlds in japan i'd also really like to do world cups i don't know if they're doing isl at all but i think next year there's not really a whole bunch of big international competitions it's just sort of setting up for 2024 leading into paris are you um are you do you feel like you're better equipped to swim long course or short course or do you feel comfortable in both um, I don't really know. I, as I was saying before, I don't feel like I have anything that is really exceptional. And I reckon I only did started doing turn training maybe a month ago. Um, and so um, I think like my short course was really good, but I wouldn't say that it's better than my long course um, because I, I just sort of am good at a broad range of things with swimming so i think i think if i can train well and if i can get my swim speed good and my turns of breakouts good then my swimming long course should be just as successful as this long as a short course mate yeah yeah good stuff mate well listen i've really enjoyed this i i like you i think you're i think you're a fucking talent mate i think um yeah i got i got big hopes for you man i really do and um i think uh i think australian swimming are lucky to have you and some big things are coming. I would just tell you, mate, stay on track. All right, you, you've got you got friends that probably have different, um, you know, hopes and dreams and maybe plans in their life. You know, and, and when you meet up with them, you might feel like you're in. You know, you want to be you want to be in their club or whatever it is. But they're not they're not going to be Olympians like you. They're not going to be world champions. They're not going to be world record holders and so I would say, like, keep your friends, but understand that you've got a different path in life too, man. You've been you've been blessed and you've been gifted this whatever gift you've been given. It's very very rare, I'll tell you that. Um, and I and I hope that you nurture that gift because if you do, I'm telling you, some crazy things are coming your way, man. I'm really excited about your future. All right. Yeah, thank you very much. I really appreciate that, and and I agree with you. I think that 
like there are people <clears throat> there are people around me who have been there from the day one yeah um i'll never forget them you are right um not all of them are going to have the same goals yeah as me i think that's one thing that kyle also has to work out um it's sort of finding that balance between performing and being a normal person yeah. um but you know i look forward to the future and thank you very much for chatting to me and taking the chance to get to know me and understanding me a little bit better yeah absolutely man i've enjoyed it um let's stay in contact right and uh good luck if you ever need anything from me hit me up but um yeah mate uh pleasure to get to know you all right yeah you too thank you very much all right cheers isaac take care swim angelfish Swim Angelfish is an online certification program that strengthens your teaching curriculum to serve swimmers of all abilities. Swim Angelfish will prepare you and your instructors with the skills to teach swimmers with autism, physical disabilities, anxiety, sensory and motor conditions, and more. Learn to teach skills faster and with more comfort with Swim Angelfish. Apply for an only Alpha Pool Product Scholarship and receive up to 50% off your certification. Go to swimangelfish.com today to apply.